Let me start this message by asking you, meron ba kayong hinihingi kay God na hindi pa niya binibigay ngayon? Have you been waiting for something very important pero feeling mo ipinagkakait pa niya ito sa'yo? So ang tanong ko, meron ba tayong pwedeng gawin para sagutin kagad ni God ang mga prayers natin? You know, in order to get what they want, some people would, you know, bargain with God. Some people would say, Lord, I will serve in the church. I will help with the poor. Ibigay mo lang yung gusto ko. Pero meron din naman mga tao who feel strongly about their request, the feeling na importante ito, that they would take it upon themselves to get what they want. But of course, as they, as they journey, they would ask God, Lord, will you bless my plan? Will you grant me favor before people? And then may mga tao naman na uh, who will just die to their desires kasi sa tagal eh so in their minds sasabihin nila siguro God just wants me to be poor or to be or to suffer so they would just accept that meron ng taste there's something that we can do to gain God's favor so that we can get the request we want sooner you know the Bible tells us na pagkulitin mo si God like the widow in the book of Luke, di ba? She went to this judge, binigay din. Is that what God wants us to do? Or baka naman He just wants us to ask in faith. Have you heard of that concept? To ask in faith? Because yun ang sabi ni Jesus sa Matthew 21 eh. Can you, uh, I don't have slides normally when I, when I teach in my class I have slides but when I preach I, I'd like to go to the Bible so I hope you'd open your Bible kung wala man kayong Bible tingnan nyo yung, yung Bible na katabi ninyo in Matthew 21 let us read verses 21 hanggang 22 sabi ni Jesus sa disciples niya in Matthew 21 21 sabi niya truly I say to you if you have faith and do not doubt you will not only do what was done to the fig tree but even you say to this mountain, be taken up and cast into the sea, and it will happen. And all things you ask in prayer, believing, you will receive. Have you heard of this concept? They say you pray and believe, you ask in faith, and it will be given. So ang tanong ko, have you ever asked God for something impossible that you feel He should answer? Because it would make many people happy and it would bring Him glory. Have you ever done that? I'm sure all of you have, di ba? So tanong, Binigay-binigad lahat ng imposibleng hiningi mo sa kanya? Hindi, di ba? Katulad na lang nung narinig kong isang babae, she was praying for a husband. Sabi niya kay God when she was 20, sabi niya, Lord, can you give me the ideal man? Yung ogi, mabait, mayaman. So she waited. Nung dumating siya ng 30, Hindi pa dumadating yung ideal man. Sabi niya kay God, Sige Lord, just give me my man. Yung gusto mo para sa akin. Ikaw na mamili. Hinaghintay siya when she was 40. Hindi pa rin dumating. Sabi niya kay God, Sige Lord, just give me any man. ba? <laughs> Tapos, naghintay pa rin siya. Nung 50 na siya, sabi niya kay God, Lord, saan naman? Diba? Some of us, we keep waiting. And so some of us, will just die to our desire. You know, this morning, I'd like to share with you a story of a person who waited for 45 years before he, could, before he was able to receive the blessing God promised him. But as he waited, what was amazing was God did not allow him to grow old. Hindi rin siya nang hina. So that when, the, when God finally gave him his blessing, na-enjoy pa niya ito. I would like to show you what he did in order to gain God's favor so that God would give him what he deserves. 
maybe we can learn from this person so that when we pray for the impossible, we, we, we will see it happen. Pero more than that, I would like to share with you sana my perspective about the meaning of tasking in faith so that the Lord may give you the important desires of your heart. Pero let me pray first. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we, I'm grateful, my family is grateful to be able to worship with your people dito sa Alliance Church. And I pray, Father, will you bless our time? In fact, Lord, ang desire ko, sana ikaw ang magbigay ng message. And allow me even to learn as you teach all of them. Father in heaven, I pray that you would let your presence warm this place. Sana, Lord, maramdaman ka namin today. Sana walang uuwi nang hindi ka naririnig. So, Father, we now commit to you our time. We pray, pray, Father, I humble myself before you. I don't deserve to be your messenger. But if you will, Father, I ask that you would just speak to me. Thank you, Lord, for everything. In Jesus' name we pray. Alam mo, there was a man who spent 40 years with Israel roaming around the wilderness. Pero, when they were roaming, lahat ng kasama niya who left Egypt, namatay. And so, ang nangyari, sila na lang ni Joshua ang nakapasok sa promised land. Yet, in spite of the harshness of the wilderness, according to the, according to Josh, the book of Joshua, he did not age or lose his strength. Can you turn your Bibles to Joshua chapter 14? We will read about this person. In Joshua chapter 14, verse 6, we'll read verse 6 hanggang 11, sabi dyan, Then the sons of Judah drew near to Joshua in Gilgal. And Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Kenesite, said to Joshua, You know the word which the Lord spoke to Moses, the man of God, concerning you and me in Kadesh Barnea. I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to spy out the land, and I brought back to him as it was in my heart. Nevertheless, my brethren who went up with me made the heart of the people melt with fear, but I followed my, the Lord my God fully. So Moses swore on that day, saying, Surely the land which, you have, which your foot have trodden, trodden will be an inheritance to you and to your children forever, because you have followed the Lord my God fully. Now behold, the Lord has let me live just as He spoke these 45 years from the time that the Lord spoke this word to Moses when Israel walked in the wilderness. And behold, I am 85 years old today. I am still as strong today as I was the day Moses sent me. And my strength was so as my strength was then, so my strength is now for the Lord, uh, for, for war and for going out and coming in. You know, God made an important promise kay Caleb sa Kabesh Barnea. And as a verse 9, sinabi dyan ang promise. And ang promise, sabi dyan, Surely the land on which your foot has trodden will be an inheritance to you and to your children forever. But Caleb had to wait 45 years before he could claim the land. Ang rason lang, medyo nasabit siya sa punishment ng Israel. You know, God decided to send them back. So, sabit lang siya. If, kung si Caleb yan, I, be, I be really believe the blessing would have been given for earlier. Do you know what happened in Kabesh, Kabesh Barnea? 45, before, 45 years before this time when Caleb spoke to Judah, 
Israel was supposed to enter the promised land. Do you know that they were supposed to enter it one year after they left? Ang bilis, no? Wala sa plano ni God that they would roam around the wilderness. After one year, dapat pumasok na sila sa promised land. You know, when God brought them there, before they entered, God told Moses, Moses, you choose 12 spies, you send them out to the promised land, because I'll show you how good and how fruitful the land is. Gusto ni God noon, i-encourage sila, na, na para matuwa sila sa lupa na binibigay niya. The spies, saw, the spies that they sent saw the land was good. In fact, it was so good that when they came back, there were two men carrying a bunch of grapes in a pole. Yung, nakabili na ba kayo ng bunch ng grapes? Yung bunch na bilhin nyo, gano'ng kalaki? Di ba, kakapiranggot, di ba? Kung the most, dalawang kamay. Ito siya, yung grapes were to be carried by two men. One bunch of grapes on a pole by two men. And ako, I'm a farmer, and I was thinking, grabe siguro, the soil would have been so rich for it to produce that. Tayo, alam yung pangit na lupa natin kasi yung bunch of grapes natin, kakapiranggot lang. And so you would, you would compare that to them, it must have been an amazing land. However, instead of giving a good report, the, the spies made the heart of the Jews melt with fear by giving them a bad report instead. And we see that report in Numbers chapter 13. Let me just read that. Numbers chapter 13, verse 27 hanggang 30. Sabi ng verse 27, Thus they told him and said, We went into the land where you sent us, and it certainly does flow with milk and honey, and this is its fruit. Nevertheless, the people who live in the land are strong. The cities are fortified and very large, and moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. You know, you think about the situation, ang ganda ng sitwasyon nila. In just a year, Israel would have transitioned from being a group of slaves into a, a, free, a free nation with their own land. You know, it would have been an amazing blessing. Wala sa plano ni God, ulitin ko sa inyo, wala sa plano ni God ang papasyalin sila sa promised land. The plan was to give them their land immediately. However, they rejected the land that God was giving them. Bakit? Because iba expectation nila eh. I don't know the expectation. Siguro expectation nila, kakain lang sila sa lupa, wala na dapat problema. And when they saw the descendants of Anak, they got afraid. Bakit? Because these were giants. Kaya sabi, we saw ourselves as grasshoppers. And totoo, during the time, there were giants. Okay? The, ang, 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 ang tribe nila was the Anakims. Only Caleb spoke out and encouraged Israel to move forward according to the instructions of the Lord. And we see that in verse 30. Sabi ng verse 30, Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, We should, all by, we should by all means go up and take possession, of it, take possession of it, for we will surely overcome it. We know the story, the ten, the, the ten spies prevailed, so God sent them back to the wilderness instead. He made them wander around the wilderness for 40 years until everybody, 20 years up, those who refused to go in, died. 
When everybody died, sabi ni God, it is time to go back. When they were going back, ang ginawa naman ni God this time was to give them instructions in the book of Deuteronomy. The book of Deuteronomy is a compilation of instructions that God gave to prepare them for the promised land. And look at what Deuteronomy 1.34 says. Sorry, I have to jump to just explain things to you. Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 34 and 37 contains a special instruction from the Lord. Sabi dyan, no, so verse 34. Then the Lord heard the sound of your word, and he was angry and took an oath, saying, No one of, the, no one of these men, this evil generation, shall see the good land, which I swore to give to your father, except Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, he shall see it. And to him and to his sons I will give the land on which he has set his foot, because he has followed the Lord fully. The Lord was angry with me also on your account, saying, Not even you shall enter there. You know, it's interesting. Now, when God was preparing Israel to enter the land, meron siyang binanggit na isang pangalan, a special name. Sabi, ito, alagaan nyo to. And the person was Caleb. Sabi niya sa kanila, make sure he gets the land that I promise. And mabuti pa si Caleb, nakapasok sa promised land. Si Moses was disqualified. Bakit? Because Moses disobeyed one instruction from the Lord. God said, speak to the rock. Na inis siya, hinampas niya yung rock. Sabi ni God sa kanya, ikaw talaga disobedient ka. Okay? And then, si Caleb nakapasok. Pero ang tanong ko, why did God single out Caleb? What was so special about this man? If you are reading Deuteronomy 1, tingnan nyo ano sabi ng 36. Sabi dyan, because he has followed the Lord fully. What does that mean? Si Moses was a very good man. Was one of, his son, one of our heroes. However, hindi yan binigay kay Moses na title. Because nga, when God said something, he disobeyed him one time. Ibig sabihin, to si Caleb, whatever God would say, he will do. Pero ang tanong, what made Caleb want to move forward when all the Jews wanted to run? You think about it. Bakit sila takot na takot? Bakit si Caleb ang tapang-tapang? Sa Java lang talagang matapang si Caleb? Hindi. Ang totoo, iba yung faith nila. The difference was in their faith. Let me explain. The Jews rejected the land because it did not meet their expectations. Si Caleb was excited naman because it was part of a promise God gave them when he was delivering them from Egypt. Sabi niya kay Moses, I will deliver my people and bring them to a land flowing with milk and honey. He made that promise. Si Caleb, naalala niya yung promise. Yung ibang tao, hindi man lang nila naisip yun. The Jews forgot how God destroyed Egypt for them. Sino, who was Egypt then? Egypt was the strongest nation during the time. Egypt was stronger than the Anakim tribe. Because sila pinakamalakas eh. And yet, natakot sila dun sa mga descendants ni Anak. Nakalimutan nila. Si Caleb naman remembered all the miracles the Lord did for the Jews when He was delivering them. Do you know what the Lord did for them? 
in order to deliver them. If you're still in Deuteronomy 1, let's read verse 30 to 33. Sabi ng verse 30, The Lord your God who goes before you will himself fight on your behalf just as he did for you in Egypt before your eyes. And in the wilderness where you saw how the Lord your God carried you, like just as the man carried his son, in all the way which you have walked until you came to this place. But for, you, but for all this you did not trust the Lord your God, who goes before you, who goes before you on your way to seek out a place for you to encamp in fire by night and cloud by day to show you the way which you should go. You know, the Jews did not trust the Lord in spite of what they experienced. While Bible tells us that Caleb followed the Lord fully throughout their journey. When Caleb entered the promised land, do you know what land he asked for? Diba, you're, you're privileged eh. Kayo na lang ni Joshua ang nakapasok. If you have that privilege, what would you ask for? Ako, I would ask for the best portion of the land. Do you know what Caleb asked for? Caleb asked for the land God promised. If you can go back to Joshua chapter 14, sabi niya sa verse 12. Joshua chapter 14 verse 12. Sabi niya, now then, he was talking to Joshua. Now then, give me this hill country about which the Lord spoke on that day. For you heard, for you heard on that day that Anakim was there with great fortified cities. Perhaps the Lord will be with me and I will drive them out as the Lord has spoken. What did he ask for? He asked for the land nandun pa rin yung tribe ni Anak. He did not ask for a better land. He wanted the land that God promised to him. Diba medyo may sira ba ni Caleb, di ba? Bakit mo gusto maghirap? And gusto mo pa tatalunin, paalisin yung mga anak ni anak sa fortified cities. You know, this is interesting because Caleb wanted the land the Lord wanted for him. Though the descendants of Anak were still there. You know, I'd like you to take careful note of this fact because I believe it holds the key to understanding the idea of to us in faith. Look at the faith of Caleb. His confidence was not because he was young or strong. If you read what he said, his confidence towards the end of verse 12, sabi niya, if the Lord will be with me, I will be able to drive the giants out. Okay? Hindi siya matapang kasi malakas pa rin siya. Towards the end, sabi niya, if the Lord will be with me. And because of this, I would like to explain Matthew 21 according to the ways Caleb reacted. If you don't mind, if you have your Bibles, can you go back to Matthew 21? And I'll read it again to you because I realize the reason why we have not received the impossible things we prayed for, hindi natin naintindihan properly ang ibig sabihin ng Matthew 21. Let me, let me read verse 21 again and 22. <clears throat> And Jesus answered and said to them, Truly I say to you, If you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what has been done to the fig tree, 
But even if you say to this mountain, be taken up and, and cast into the sea, it will happen. And all things you ask in prayer, believing, you will receive. Para sa akin, to drive out a nation of giants with their fortified cities is comparable to casting the mountain into the sea. Diba sabi nila they were so small, they looked like grasshoppers before this giant. And this giant have fortified cities. Naintindihan ba niyo yun? Ibig sabihin may makakapal na wall, sila nasa wall, ikaw nasa labas, tapos tatalunin mo sila? How will you do that? It's comparable to moving a mountain into the sea, which means it is impossible for any man to do. Caleb understood that he will not be the one who will defeat the giants, but the Lord. Sabi niya, if the Lord is with me, He will give me success. Hindi niya sinabi, I will show the Lord what I can do. Ang faith niya is, if the Lord is with me. So, sinasabi niya, it is the Lord who will defeat the giants. Now, tell me, think about, think about Egypt. When they were being delivered from Egypt. Think about Israel pala. When they were being delivered from Egypt. Did they raise a hand to fight the Egyptians? To, to go out? Did they? You know, they were watching the Lord. The Lord brought frogs. The Lord made the, the Nile um, uh, become a, a, a river of blood. The Lord darkened the sky. Lumaban ba sila? Wala, di ba? They were in their homes. It was God who was moving the mountain. It was God who was delivering them. They had nothing to do with it. So alam ni Caleb, si God gagawa niyan, hindi ako. Pero kailangan pumunta ako. Kailangan pumasok ako. Caleb knew the victory was because of the Lord, not because of him. In the same way, I believe is God is with us. He will allow us to see the impossible happen. Pero ang tanong, when will God be with us? What should we do so that God will do for us what He did for Caleb? You know, as I scan, I was trying to understand this person, Caleb, because we don't normally talk about him. When I was trying to understand what's so special about Caleb, isa lang ho talaga lumabas. And we see that many times in Joshua, in Deuteronomy, sabi parate, He followed the Lord fully. That was the only credibility Caleb had. He was not the commander of Israel. He was as assistant to, to, to Joshua. And yet, he was a special person because siya lang ang may promise na lupa sa loob. Alam mo, I was studying Caleb. I, I learned a number of new things. These are new for me. I learned from the story of Caleb and the Jews. Na-realize ko, minsan pala dumating na yung sagot ni God. Kaso lang, ni-reject natin because it did not meet our expectation. Di ba? Yung, yung, yung nag-pray yung babae, sabi niya, Lord, give me an ideal man. Magandang lalaki, mabait, mayaman. Eh, paano pagbakla? Di ba, yung anak kong babae, may daughter is an artist eh. Pag namili siya, gusto niya finesse. Di ba, medyo merong finesse. So, gusto niya mag, 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 mayaman, mabait. Sabi ko, anak, 
problema naman tayo, medyo mahinhin. Di ba? Ideal eh. So, dumating yung para sa'yo, nireject mo kasi hindi, hindi yan ang gusto ko. Ito yung gusto ko. May tao humingi ng pera kay God. So, paano siya sinagot ni God? Binigyan ng trabaho. So, nagalit kay God. Sabi niya kay God, Lord, ang hinihingi ko pera, hindi trabaho. Hindi niya alam na si God would only give peer people if they work. You know, today in the Philippines, we make a promise to people. We blessed are the poor because manna will come down from heaven. That is not true. When Israel came inside the promised land, manna stopped because God wanted them to work. There's a verse in the Bible in Thessalonians, sabi niya, if you will not work, you will not eat. And yet we believe that dapat we should bless the poor. Do you know if someone is lazy in your family and you do not feed him, you are being godly? Because God will not feed them. God will only bless those who work. Mali, mali prinsipyo natin eh. We want God to make us rich, pero ayaw natin magtrabaho. And then humingi ng trabaho. Lord, bigyan mo ako ng trabaho. So binigyan. Eh maliit yung sweldo. Nagreklamo, bakit naman Lord, maliit ang sweldo? Eh, hindi naman nag-aral. Hindi nagtapos ng college. Kasi naglaro ng dota, nakalukohan. So ngayon, di ba, pagpasok mo sa trabaho, titignan credential mo eh. Hindi ka magbibigyan ng malaking trabaho, hindi ka nag-aral eh. Tapos magagalit ka, bakit naman ganun, Lord? Di ba, we, we ask things from God and then we expect Him to give something different. Hindi naman pwede yun eh. Di ba, so may dumat, minsan dumating na, minsan naman sinagot ka na ni God. Kaso lang, hindi mo matanggap yung blessing. Kasi you are holding tightly to what is already in your hands. And I hear people say, Lord, pwede ba ito na lang? Di ba? Sometimes you say, Lord, pwede ba ito na lang? But God loves you eh. Sabi niya, anak, bitawan mo yan. Kasi mas maganda ibibigay ko sa'yo. You are praying, Lord, answer me in my prayer. I believe you will answer me. Ito na lang. And hindi nga sasagutin kasi may iba siyang gusto para sa'yo. If you insist on what you want, He will let you bear the consequences of your decision. This is why He made the Jews go back to the wilderness. They insisted eh. You know, one of the things I really like about God today is that God will never force Himself on you. You see, see Doc Alvin was saying, that, he, that, that God is trying to reach out to you. Pero the nice thing about God, pag ayaw mo, papabayaan ka niya. Maghihintay lang siya. So He will not force Himself on you. However, kung magbibigay siya, gusto niya parate yung ikabubuti mo. Kasi anak eh. In the case of the Jews, He did not want to send them back to Egypt. Bakit? Kasi alam niya magiging miserable sila doon eh. Diba, they, they cried out because they were slaves. Pagbalik nila, they would just be miserable. And besides, nakalimutan nila. Kasi sira lang niya ng Egypt, diba? For them. So, ano babalikan nila? Egypt would have been a very poor place. Because they did not trust the Lord, they forgot a promise God gave to them in Exodus. You know, in Exodus, God explained bakit may nakatira sa promised land. And it was for a good reason. And if you don't mind, go to Exodus 23. In Exodus 23, when they left Egypt, God told them, 
people will live there for a certain reason. Exodus 23:29. Sabi niya, I will not drive them out before you in a single year, that the land may not become desolate and the beasts of the field become too numerous for you. I will drive them out before you little by little until you become fruitful and take possession of the land. Why were the, why were the tribes of Anak there? Why were people living there? Because God was preserving the land for them. Eh. Sabi niya, pag pinatay ko yan lahat, the beast will overtake it. Mahirapan kayo. So it was still for their favor. You know, when I talk to my children, when they complain about, Papa, bakit naman ito ginawa ni God? Ba't naman ito ginawa ni God? You know, I always tell my children, I did, I did not have this mindset before, but this is now how I feel towards God. Over time, I realized, God will never do anything bad for me. Maski masakit sa akin. Ano ibig sabihin maski sakit sa akin? I ask God for blessing. Binigyan niya ako ng paghihirap. Like, let me give you an example. I pray that God will give me the best farm in the country. In 2016, we experienced our, our worst El Nino. Because of that El Nino, nag-zero balance kami. Naubos pera namin. Pero because I wanted to survive, because I'm a steward of the Lord, naghanap kami ng paraan para mag-survive na maski walang pera. And so we found a way to maximize our resources. Today, we are pesticide-free. We use our manure, we made sure our land is fat, ginamit namin kung anong meron. Today, we're pesticide-free. Bakit? Na-discover ko, pag mataba yung lupa, it will produce its own antifungal component. It will produce its antibacterial component. In fact, I learned that most of our anti uh, antibiotic came from the soil. So, pagdaabain mo yung lupa, now you don't need fertilizer. God sent me El Nino to show me something better. So, I know whatever I am going through is for my good. Kaso minsan lang, we lack faith, we forget God's promises. God explained to them already, may taong nakatira dyan. Kasi papaprotektahan ko para sa inyo. Friends, the reason why many of us are still waiting for the blessing we have been asking for is because we do not know what it means to us in faith. In fact, there's a more fundamental issue. Many of us do not understand the real meaning of faith. Let me just explain. I'm not a pastor, so... Pag na-offend yung pastor, patawarin nyo na ako, ako kasi wala akong seminary training, akin lang to na observation. Hebrews 11.1 says that faith is the conviction of things hoped for. When, you can, when can you hope for something? You can only hope for something if a promise was given. Pag walang promise, ang tawag dyan, you wish. Pero ang hope means my promise my promise na binigay. So the church will tell us that faith plus nothing else will lead us to the promised salvation that God offers to Christ. Ito ang promise sa atin. Ang promise, He will bring us to our promised land in heaven if we put our faith in Christ. Ang promise naman sa mga Jews then was sabi, if you follow God, if you follow Moses, he will bring you to the promised land. So it's a similar promise. However, nakalimutan natin na faith is defined by two simple things. Faith, the simplest definition of faith 
is you trust and you obey. Ito problema ng maraming Kristiyano. You trust. But you have a hard time obeying. Diba? Sabi ni God, bigyan kita ng trabaho. And dapat ka magtrabaho mabuti. For my sake, para hindi ako mapahiya. Minsan, ang nangyayari, yung Christian na trabahador, yun ang pinakatamad sa loob. Like I'm a businessman. The people I don't like to hire are Christians. Because wala silang motivation eh. I need to work in the church eh. I need to go home eh. I need to trust in the Lord. When in fact, God is saying, if you trust, you will work. Because in, throughout the Bible, as I study, God passes His blessing through work. And then Christians, they do not submit to their authority. I was just talking to a person that yesterday. Sabi niya, don't may nanggugulo sa amin. Ang tigas-tigas ng ulo nila. And they're causing division inside my unit, insurance company. Ito sabi niya, tapos Christian pa naman. Leaders sa church nila. Diba? How can God bless them? You have faith and you do not obey. Kaya, kaya si Caleb was special eh. Caleb was special. Because he would obey God fully, maski mahirap. To the Jews, the promise God gave them was if they follow, He would deliver them from slavery and make them a nation that's of free men. In a land that flows with milk and honey. If you say you trust the Lord but do not obey Him, then your faith is incomplete. Or maybe you have no faith at all. You know, I learned something very important last year. You know, I learned that if you do not, if you do not see something as a blessing, you will never enjoy it as a blessing. The Jews saw the land as a curse. So none of them enjoyed it because they died in the wilderness. Caleb saw the land as a gift. So even though 45 years had passed, the Lord gave him the strength to enjoy it. Diba? Ulitin ko ha. If you do not see something as a blessing, you will never enjoy it as a blessing. I know of two ladies who had the same situation. Kaso medyo iba lang condition nila. Yung isa, 23 or 24 years old. Yung isa, close to being 40. They finally found the man that they like to marry. Okay yun, di ba? Between the 23 and 40, sino desperado doon? Di ba? Yung 40, di ba? Desperado to. Ito na yung point na Lord, any man na lang. Di ba? Kaso lang may problema. Pero yung ayaw ng tatay nila, yung nagustuhan nila. They were both Christians. Yung gusto, yung 23, Kristiyano rin ang gusto niya. Yung 40, hindi Kristiyano yung gusto niya. Okay? Pero the fathers do not like it. Yung 23 sabi niya, I will wait on the Lord. I will wait for my father to change his mind. So see, they've been praying for almost five years. Yung 40, sabi niya, pag ayaw ng tatay ko, ayaw ko rin. Because I have to honor my father. 
Can you imagine? Desperado ka na dahil. Eh, lima na lang, di ba? <laughs> di ba? Pero ito, isa, I will wait for God to change the heart of my father. Itong isa, believes in the principle. Honor your father and mother. Di ba? Now, I, I don't know kung merong isang situ- may sitwasyon na similar, no? Okay, I always tell my children, eh. Make sure na mapapang-asawa nyo gusto ng magulang nyo, especially ng nanay nyo. <coughs> Bakit? <coughs> because when you marry, you actually marry the family. Di ba ang sakit nun? Pagkasal mo, hindi sila magkasundo, ayaw man lang na mag-usap. Di ba? Kaya sa akin, importante na gusto ng magulang. And I believe this. Parents are given to protect you. Minsan, no, when you ask your parent, you like this person pa? No. Bakit? Hindi ko maintindihan. Ayoko lang siya. Kasi naniniwala ako, their blessing is the confirmation of the Lord. Diba? Minsan, ayaw natin kasi feeling natin, baduy naman yung taste na yun. Eh. Diba? So, ayaw natin. Pero sa akin, sa confirmation. Pag gusto, ni, pag gusto ng tatay ko, ibig sabihin, it comes from the Lord. Now, where did that principle come from? Sa Proverbs 10.22, Sabi dyan, the, it is the blessing of the Lord that makes rich and He adds no sorrow. Do you know what happened to them? The 40-year-old, the, bo- the boy was discipled by some, church, by some church leaders. The boy naman was very receptive. He became a Christian. And then, after one year, he found favor from the father of this lady nagustuhan in one year. Yung 23, five years na, hindi pa rin gusto ng tatay. And I always tell them, pag gusto ni God dyan, nagbago na yung puso ng tatay na yan. Why? Because God can move mountains eh. Di ba? God can move mountains. What does that mean? From the story of Judas and Caleb, I am learning that to ask in faith means to want what God wants for you. To ask in faith is not to want to ask God to give you what you want. His answer will always be based on a promise He gave you. He, gave, he promised everybody that you have, He will give you the best partner. But it is on His terms, not your terms. Sabi niya, I'll give you the best. So He will give you the best para sa'yo. Okay? Like my wife. My wife has certain qualities that are just completely opposite sa akin. And marami sa, binigay, marami sa hiningi ko kay God, binigay niya siguro mga 95%. Pero my wife, pero my wife, mayroong kulang na 5% and naiinis ako dun sa 5%. Okay? However, that 5% made me a better person. Bakit? Kasi I decided, sabi ko, weakness ko yan eh. Let me share with you a story. I hope you don't mind ha. You know, lahat naman mag nag-aaway, di ba? Okay? And there was one time, sabi ko kay God, merong ginagawa misis ko that just brings out something bad in me. So sabi ko sa kay God, kay misis, sa misis ko, tigil mo yan. Kasi, hindi, kasi talagang may lumalabas eh. So, so then I started to pray to God. Sabi ko, Lord, can you change my wife? Sabi ko kay God, Lord, mabait naman ako eh. Kung binigyan mo sana ako ng mas mabait na bisis, di okay ako. Di ba? So I prayed, Lord, change my wife. Hindi ako sinagot ni God. 
So it took many months until finally around four months in my expiration, exasperation, I cried, God, Lord, sige, if you will not change my wife, then change me. All of a sudden, yung ginagawa niya, hindi niya na ginagawa. So ano sabi sa akin ni God, sino may problema sa amin? Sino may problema? Diba? Ako may problema eh. God gave me a person who would make me a better person. So God knew, sino kailangan ko? In the same way, when God gives you someone or gives you a job, yun ang best sa'yo. Kasi that person will make you a better person maski masakit. When you ask in faith, you should ask for what He wants, not for what you want. Hindi naman niya prinamis, ibibigay niya yung gusto mo eh. Prinamis niya, ibibigay niya sa inyo yung pinaka maganda. How's your marriage? Are you happy? Or are you depressed? Feeling nyo nagkamali si God? Or baka naman, tama si God. God has given you the best spouse already. And that's the reason why the person is like that is because there's something you need to change. Some of you are not happy with your job because your, your boss is rude. Diba ang, ang, ang lupet, parati kan ikaw lang parati binibigyan ng assignment. Hindi mo na-realize na pag ginawa mo trabaho mamabuti, lahat ng boss mabait. So kung napapagalitan ka, there's something wrong with you na kailangan baguhin. Some of you feel you don't have the right business. So nagagalit kayo. Pero the business is so because may kailangan ka matutunan. So you pray to God, Lord, remove the problems in the business. Not realizing the problems will make you a better businessman. Because walang gumagaling na hindi dumadaan sa maraming problema. However, I'm also realizing that to ask in faith requires humility. Because asking in faith means to want what God wants for you. And in fact, this is what 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 and 15 said. If you don't mind, kindly go there because it will explain the idea of asking in faith. Sabi ng 1 John chapter 5, verse 14, This is the confidence which we have before Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And if we know that He hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the request which we have asked for Him. What should you ask now? His will. Not your will. His will. It says that if you ask anything according to His will, you know that He will keep His promise. So therefore, when you ask in faith, you should actually be telling God, Lord, I want what you want for me. And I know if there is any mountain along the way, you will move it for me. But for me, I will follow you fully. You know how I define humility as the absence of arrogance that comes from the recognition that all good things can only come from the Lord. You know, I was like you before. I would ask for the things I want and God did not give them when I insisted I had to go through the consequence of my choice. Then today, I'm a little wiser. I will always ask God, I want what you want. Because I know it will be better. So do not insist on what you want. Be humble to want what He wants for you. 
because what he wants for you will always be better for you and it will be good for everyone around you as i close let me ask you have you been waiting for god to answer your prayer tinatanong mo ba sa kanya bakit kanya pinagkakaitan baka naman sinagot ka na niya pero hindi mo napansin kasi iba ina-expect mo or kaya naman hindi niya mabigay sa iyo kasi you are holding on tightly to something that is in your hands maybe he is waiting for you to act in humility to give up what you want in exchange for what he wants or maybe he is just testing you he's withholding it today because he wants you he wants to know whether or not he will remain lord in your life minsan kasi pag nakuha natin gusto natin he does not become lord when you ask in faith be willing be willing to trust him to handle the giants in your life but he will only do this if you are like Caleb that you would fully follow him so friends as i end i suggest act like Caleb and follow the lord fully so that it will be well with you your family and to your descendants forever what does this mean do you know where Caleb came from he came from the tribe of Judah kung saan pinanganak ang savior yun anong malay mo if you are faithful and if you follow the lord fully the next president of the country may come from your line you know Caleb is not someone we highly talk about but he was a special person he enjoyed the blessing of the Lord. Sana ganun din ang mangyari sa inyo. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, I'd like to thank you for the opportunity to speak for you. And I trust, Father, that you have really spoken to all of us. I pray, dear God, that all my friends here today would be willing to give up what they want for what you want for them. Lord, I pray that you bless them like Caleb and allow them to enjoy the good land. We are grateful, Lord, for our time together. In Jesus' name we pray.